Warning, what you are about to hear is born of long years of deep friendship, shared experience, brutal honesty, and the reconciling grace of Jesus Christ. Please, do not walk up to the first black or white person you know and start this sort of banter. It will not end well. Welcome to Racial Heresy, the show where two Episcopal priests, one black, one white, attempt to violate the established racial doctrines of American culture and provoke you to do the same. Allow me to introduce Father Jabrell Ballantine, a system doubting, gospel preaching, Marcus Garvey loving, white folk scaring, black empowerment living, priest, husband, father, friend, and all around good Negro. And allow me to introduce Father Case Ramey, a liberal heart bleeding, kumbaya singing, can't believe we elected Trump lamenting, priest, husband, father, friend, and all around high quality cracker. How are you, my brother? <laughs> oh, you know how I am. You know how I am. I have not, I have never been this low. I, this is, this is probably the low point you have seen me because let's face it, as you laid out, I can't believe this shit is real. Yeah, you know, I said I said on my on my social media feed earlier that um all this uh legal recreational and medical marijuana that propped up around the country is going to come in handy for folk <laughs> in the next 4 years. Trumpitis. I got Trumpitis. Yeah, I got I got a condition. Somebody need to get me a prescription. <laughs> this shit is unbelievable. And for those of you who follow our podcast, uh, you will notice that most of the explicit content doesn't usually come out of my mouth, but I cannot help but this morning phrase it any other way. I mean, even the Apostle Paul used an occasional expletive when describing things that were really shitty. And this morning, <laughs> things are really really shitty i y'all broke him white america y'all 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 have broken him and caused him to malfunction we 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 try to you know like we said take the established racial doctrines of of america and 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 provoke you to overturn them but damn it we clearly have failed at our job you know so we got to work harder (laughs) we have failed that is that is true that is absolutely true well i i tell you brother i am i am shocked i am surprised I am, I'm just, I'm verklempt, I'm aghast, agog, I'm getting my thesaurus out so I can figure out all the other things that I am and should be and can be and will need to be over the days and weeks and, oh, God bless us, all the years possibly to come. But, you know, I am neither, I am none of those things. You no. Know, I, am, I am not shocked. I am not surprised. Um, I am not even dismayed because I expected that this would happen. I I told people, you know, I got barbecue for life because I bet my neighbor barbecue when Donald Trump descended down that escalator, I bet him that we were going to win, that he was going to win the uh, Republican nomination. And then when he won the nomination, I bet him again that he was going to win the presidency. I knew it because I have always believed that America is racist enough to elect him. And you hear them talking now, Steve Bannon, his, his, his campaign advisor and the head of the alt-right movement of Breitbart, talking about the invisible white man. And they knew that the invisible white per- people were out there, and that's who, they were guarant- that's who they were banking their election strategy on. And I've been saying to people for months, there are white folks all throughout Appalachia. I said it right, brother. Appalachia and the Rust Belt and the Bible Belt 
who ain't never voted, 60-year-old white men who ain't never voted. Why? Because they knew this land is my land from California to the New York Islands, and I don't need to vote. And yes, we had eight years of a black man, but fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Or as George W. Bush said, fool me, can't get fooled again. And so they got fooled the first time. They said, ain't no way no black man going to get elected president. And they saw the black man got elected and they like, oh, shame on you, America, for electing a black man. And they said, this shit ain't going to happen again. And so eight, four years later, it happened again. And they like, oh, shit, shame on me for not coming out to vote. I damn sure ain't going to let it happen again. And so these Muslims and these Negroes and these Hispanics are taking over the country and, and they, they are the reason why America is failing in the world and we need to make America great again and we need to ban all the Muslims and put a wall up on the border, not the northern border where the white folks are, but the southern border where the brown folks are and we need to bring law and order back into these Negro communities because even though white people are killing cops at a rate of 71%, the 20% of black people that are killing cops got to know how to obey law and order. And we need to put all of these folks back into their place and make America great again. I knew America was racist enough to elect Donald Trump. Or at least those who are not racist were more than willing to cozy up to racism rather than calling a spade a spade. I didn't have any faith in America, people want to know why did why did Michelle Obama say for the first time in my life I'm proud of my country? Shit, shit. that pride is gone. <laughs> I mean, Obama been Barack been saying for weeks. Come on, man, I can't believe y'all thinking about voting for this guy. And now he done woke up to the reality that this shit done happened. I suppose uh, if you put it that way. <clears throat> that maybe uh, I'm not so surprised. I am sad. I am dismayed. I am all sorts of things. But I suppose that shocked and surprised and and sitting here in my own innocent ignorance to say, how in the world did all of this happen? Um, <laughs> just just ain't the place to be and, and ain't ain't realistic and is is a lie that i want to keep telling myself i i don't i don't understand i don't understand no i understand pretty well and and what you've laid out and what we've talked about is is just the beginning of it right, right. there's no reason to be shocked there's no right. reason to be surprised at the at the pervasive presence of systemic sin and evil in our culture we yeah. are not post-racial. We are not post-sin. We are not beyond repentance. We are not so far away and progressed and, and above that somehow we are immune um, to the, the fear, the, the deep fear that, that so many folks are feeling and that is being preyed upon in this case. Um, and and you know you start laying it out like that and and then you just start tracing it back you know everything you said and everything you talked about and everything we've seen and then you connect it with our history yeah you know the the pattern of of advancement um and and gain and and backlash right you know of steps forward 
and and backlash of nice. of equality steps for equality and humanity and um and liberation and backlash and yeah. we've seen that um in racism and we've seen that in sexism and we've seen that in all sorts of arenas um yeah i mean the way that that i don't know i just i keep coming back to the to the fear the amount yeah. of fear that that was that is present um, and that is is palpable and now like just exposed about how deep that goes. Yeah, and you know it's 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 crazy because we dropped the ball. We being um, y'all white liberals, and and me and mine, you know the black elite, dropped the ball. You know we 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 thought we had arrived, and you know we thought that we had sealed the deal. We had the crown jewel of the civil rights movement, a black man being elected president. And this is what King was hoping to see. And now the heavens have opened and, and everything is okay. And we got black CEOs and, you know, you got blacks in executive positions and all over the place, making a lot of money and living in good communities and going to good schools. And we have made it, damn it. And, 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 and all of that, it comes to a rude awakening, you know, and it all comes to a, a, a very, very, very rude awakening. You know, y'all, y'all, y'all white folks was over there thinking, you know, look, we've done our part. And I hear people telling me, you know, my white friends telling me, well, I marched with Dr. King as if that means that you have overcome and, and, and you've done your part and everything is all, you know, hunky dory. And we have this rude awakening and it's like, you know, it's funny, and I was just doing a um a um a, a workshop, a panel, leading a panel discussion on race and reconciliation a few weeks ago, and 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 one of the questions was you know about you know why uh, one of the questions from the audience about why black folks always talking about race, you know, and and and, and you know they say white folks say all the time you all always talk about race everything is a racial issue for you <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see what just happened in America? <laughs> now can we talk about racism? Like, right. Now can we say that America has a problem with race? I mean, and it wasn't even a close election. I mean, I mean electorally, you know, like we still don't know what the popular vote is going to shape out to, but electorally, it wasn't even a close election. I mean, he 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 wiped the floor with her, you know, and and and, and racism wiped the floor with good sense. Can we talk about that? Where even white women voted overwhelmingly for Trump. So even though he was sexist, even though he was misogynist, even though he talked about grabbing them by the pussy and saying that he could do whatever he wanted to do because he's a celebrity, even though there's the accusations of sexual assault, and even though the words that he said would be assault if he acted upon them, white women still voted for Trump. It is it, it, it is so easy at this point to to want to just go right back to you know it's so unbelievable to just not accept that this is absolutely believable and absolutely reflective of of the deep sin and fear in our society. You know, I I heard I was reminded the other day um that there were calls um out of and it's not important. Let's just call it, you know, so a, a, a city in our country, right? There were calls in this city 
there was, um, you know, some large refugee resettlement going on and, and not even that large, but, you know, large enough to scare white folks, which right. I guess is pretty small. You got two or um, three. But uh, as early as like 2012, where white folks banded together and started calling for a ban on Muslims yeah. entering the country. Yeah. 2012 was so far before Trump. Right. I mean, you know, I want to sit here and I want to say it's it's unbelievable because then then I'm. I'm kind of off the but hook. Yeah, but see, when, right? you, when you when you go that way and you and you draw that out, that's why we're saying, that's why I'm saying at least, that the fault is ours. White liberals, black elite. You know, because white liberals, you all are supposed to be enlightened and 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 and, and you know, soldiers and 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 in armed solidarity and the struggle for equality and so on and so forth. Oh, yeah. And then you oh, yeah. go to your churches and then you go to your places of worship and then you go to your jobs and you go to your family dinner table and whatnot, and you hear all kind of racist things said, all kind of bigoted things said, and you turn the other cheek because that's what a good Christian would do, and you allow your family, your loved ones to wallow in the mud of racism and now here it is a racist gets elected you know i i have been i want you to know i have been wringing my hands for years about how bad all this stuff is (laughs) i will not be blamed because i have been sitting here stewing in my own juices and wringing my hands and and i have even and like and and i've done all sorts of those things right right for years right right uh-huh yeah i hear you i hear you but you know it's us too it's the black elite too we go to we go to the job we go to the workplace i heard somebody today talking about you know i hope i don't i don't say the wrong thing and let people know how i really feel i'm like damn it we should be letting people know how we really feel they allowed us to be in these rooms quote unquote and we so happy to be in these rooms that we don't open up our mouth when shit is offensive when shit is damn downright wrong you know, when, when, when it's downright ungodly, we just stand by because we got to keep our job. You know, I got a good job. My wife got a good job and we in a good neighborhood and I don't want to piss off the people in my neighborhood and have them think, oh, no, he's the angry black man. And so I keep my mouth shut when they say all kind of racist shit. And by appeasing racism, we allow that racism to fester to the point where. A man endorsed by the KKK was just elected president in the year 2016. Do y'all understand that he will have the opportunity to nominate three openly racist Klan members to the Supreme Court? I got, he probably, David Duke, Supreme Court Justice. How about it? I'm right back there. This shit is unbelievable, and I and I keep I keep having to pull myself away, brother. When when I hear it like that, like that is, that this shit is unbelievable. And I want to add, I want to add, I want to add to our list here because I was thinking about things that um, you know, the the hand ringing and the places we we've been silent and the places I've been silent and the ways that I have let things slide and the way I have I have you know, eating in restaurants, displaying the Confederate flag and just hoping my son wouldn't see it. And, and the ways I've I've picked and choose the days on which I would fight this battle and the days in which I wouldn't. And there have been mm-hmm. a lot more woods than there have been woods on, mm-hmm. on those days. And I'm thinking, too, about all the times that I have been silent on the on the glory and the amazing 
found the glory and the, the glory and the and the amazingness, the awe, the, the story. I mean, resurrection, right? Life and death and resurrection and ascension. I hear all this fear out there. I hear all this fear of change and fear of other. And I can't help but think that that the the narrative and the story and the power of of Christ in our lives and in the life of humanity that has just been something I've shared so quietly mm. instead of in ways that actually mm. reach out to people who are so afraid right. for their future right. that they are willing to act completely against their own self-interest and, right. and the self-interest of their wives and daughters and sons and neighbors and brothers and sisters and and that just silent right. about that story. Right. You know, it's hard for me to believe it is. And I know some. And so those who listen will probably be upset. But it's the truth. It's hard for me to believe, white folks, that you love me and you vote for Trump. Hmm. It's hard to believe that. Now, somehow, I guess you've reconciled that. Somehow, I guess you can come up with a way where those two are, 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 are mutually exclusive. But I, I, I don't know how you do that. Especially when you have a man that says that he's, as for instance, he's going to institute stop and frisk all over the country. So, so me, I'm going to be walking around one day. You love me and you voted for a man who feels like he can stop me just because. Violate my Fourth Amendment rights to be free from, from searches and seizures just because. And somehow I'm supposed to believe and trust that you love me. You say you love me, but I damn sure better not trust you. And I damn sure better teach my child not to trust you. And this is the doctrine that we face in those moments as, as the white church to sit here and to shake our heads and to say this shit is unbelievable. But that is the doctrine of this world because this shit is ultimately and absolutely believable. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's we're not definitely here, though, believable. for doctrine. We're not here for doctrine. Right. We're not here for the doctrine of this world. We're here for uh, the heresy that the gospel brings into this world. And so, you know, it it becomes clear, you know, like I I, I, I wrestle, you know, but I've been wrestling with this for a while because I've already made up in my mind for months that Donald Trump was going to be the next president. So I had time to wrestle with this. And the only silver lining that I can find in terms of gospel, is those words of Paul that all things work together for good for those who love the Lord. All things work together for good for those who love the Lord. No, well, not that all things are good. (laughs) And it's not that only good things work together for our good. All things, including detestable shit, including deplorable shit, all things work together for good. Not that they started off being good, not that God somehow brings in terrible shit into the world, but no, that humanity in its damn ignorance, in its damn bigotry, in its damned hatred, humanity in its sinfulness, humanity in its wickedness cannot overcome the goodness of God. And so even though humanity do all kinds of shit, as long as God is in the midst, as long as God is present, and he is, good will come for those who love the Lord. 
Good won't come for everyone. Those who are wicked, those who are hateful, those who are vengeful, those who want to remain separated, those who have all sorts of bigoted ideas. No, no, no. Good won't come for them. That's not what the word says. But the word does say that all things work together for good for those who love the Lord and are called to his purpose. So then the question for you and I, brother, and the question for uh, our brothers and sisters who listen to us is, you know, how do we remain in love with the Lord? And to what purpose are we called in this time? Well, you know, answering that question is, is not easy. And it's not something that we're going to do, you know, cleanly and, and capably and, and nice, tie it up in a bow and a ribbon right here. I, this is struggle. I mean, you're talking We got about, four years to figure that out. <laughs> man, I'm going to be praying a lot harder for something to shorten those years somehow. I, I don't know how you impeach a president with, with the Republican controlled Congress. Right. State, and I, you can forget I, that. I don't know. There's a way. I, and that's, I mean, you know, facing this kind of heresy, right? Facing this kind of truth, right? Which is what we talk about. We call it heresy, right? We're facing this kind of truth. Evil is real. Our culture is sick, right? This is utterly believable what is going on. And we need this gospel. And right now, I don't believe the gospel hmm. in its fullness. I don't believe I don't have the 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 heart full of faith and love and hope and peace and all of of what I am promised in this moment right now to go forward. And that is the struggle for me. And I think that's a struggle for a lot of my people. Yeah. Right? You know, Especially I, I, in the church. I can dig that. You know, it's like. You know, those of us who who pay attention to history, those of us blacks who pay attention to history know that we've come through this as a people. I haven't been through it personally, you know, but we've come through it as a people, you know, where shit has been bad, you know, lynchings were legal. Uh, Emmett Till was mutilated because he looked at a white woman, you know, I mean, you know, we were enslaved, you know, whipped, tarred and feathered and, 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 and herded like cattle and, 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 all, you know, women just raped and, and abused and, you know, families just split apart and sold just to prove a point. And, and this was all legal, you know. You had a president, Woodrow Wilson, who endorsed the Ku Klux, the Ku Klux Klan. You know, this was all, this was all legal. And it was all horrific and horrendous and unconscionable and ungodly. But by the grace of God, we still here Amen. by the grace of God. Some of us thrive. Unfortunately, those of us who do thrive have forgotten those and left those suffering yet. And still by the grace of God, some of us thrive. Who could imagine that a people that have been done that way in this country could rise to places of power, but for the grace of God, so, all, all things, things work together for good for those who love the Lord and are called to his purposes. It's a promise. Amen. It's a promise we got to hold on to right now. And, it, and it, is, it is a depth of promise that can fill any doubt, that can meet even my own lack of faith this morning. It is a depth of promise 
that has an eternal ring and an eternal savior to back it up. It is a depth of promise that does not depend on human saviors uh, or not on just human saviors, but on, on elected saviors or on government officials or even on the systems and the structures of our world. It is a promise absolute in its authority because of the nature of the one who makes it. All things work together for good for those who love the Lord. It will be a struggle, and God will be with us every step of the struggle, and it will be hard. Amen. And it will be a struggle, and we need to struggle. You know, Jacob said, I will not let you go until you bless me. He wrestled with the Lord. He struggled with the Lord. He engaged in the struggle. He didn't just let struggle happen to him. You know, and so, you know, all things work together for good for those who love the Lord. Doesn't mean, oh, just sit back and, oh, I, how I love Jesus and this is all going to work out. I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning and Trump won't be the president. No, 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 no. It means to love, to actively love, to engage in love, to live in love, to speak the truth in love. Not to simply just keep your mouth shut and not say anything, but to speak the truth in love. To actively love, call to his purpose, which is the kingdom of God. And so long as we commit to love, commit to his purpose, it will be a glorious thing. Mm, amen. Amen. You know, and I'm reminded in, in this promise and in hearing your words, brother, of encouragement and your words of faith in, in God's purpose and God's kingdom, that we are not living in God's kingdom. That This is not the way God wants us to be. And I don't believe that that um, a leader full of hate and bigotry and misogyny and sexism and racism and all those things, I do not believe that is God's will and God's preferred path for us. I, I don't think that is what God wants or wanted for us. And knowing that, I am encouraged that 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 even in the midst of uh, of our mistakes and our choices and our sin and the depth of our sin, which is being exposed in new ways to those of us who were blind to it before, <laughs> right? And have maintained that blindness because of doctrines like this, right? Oh, it's, it's right. just unbelievable. I just cover my eyes because this is unbelievable. Right. It's, it's unbelievable never going to happen. Because I'm covering my eyes. <laughs> God doesn't want this. And in the midst of that is this promise. Right. That somehow, somehow unbeknownst to me and, and using me and using you and using us in this struggle, that somehow resurrection and redemption, all things will work towards good. Amen. Amen. And so that is the hope, my brothers and sisters, for those of you, my, my white liberal friends, my black elite friends, for those of you lamenting this day and trying to figure out how in the hell this happened that have walked around saying this shit is unbelievable, that have no idea what to do today, who your work product is falling apart today because all you can see is hatred in front of you and around you and you're questioning everything. This is the hope that all things work together for good for those who love the Lord and are called to his purpose. So beloved, the job of a racial heretic is to remain in love with the Lord, which means to remain in love with each other which means to be called to his purpose. And to work your butt off for the next four years. Amen. 
Amen. And, and the beyond. four years after until, that, and the four years the after that, until the kingdom of God. You know, because the answer is not in getting Trump out of the office. The answer is in you know manifesting the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. And so let us labor in that. Let us work towards that. Let us pray for that. Let us love for that. And until next time, I'm Father Jabril. And I'm Father Case. Imploring you, <laughs> Lord Jesus, imploring you to risk it all. Risk it all. All. And exercise whatever power and privilege. Exercise all the power and privilege you have to become a racial heretic. And now here it is, your moment of sin. We've already had that moment this week, brother. <laughs> but we're going to give them some more just to drive the point home. My idea is simply this. America was built by and for the white Christian people of this nation. Donald Trump wants to bring back jobs to America. Give dignity to the American worker. I came here to speak on behalf of Donald Trump. I've never met the man, but I can tell that he has nothing but the best interests of this country in heart. Thank you for listening to Racial Heresy. Be sure to visit our website, racialheresy.com, to post your questions, comments, and feedback, and to share your own stories of life as a racial heretic. Want to hear more? You can find past episodes of Racial Heresy on iTunes and the Racial Heresy website. Want to hear even more? Invite Racial Heresy to speak at your conference, council, church, training, or event. Email us at ebonyandivory at racialheresy.com or visit our website for information on speaking engagements.